Hey, Joanna. Welcome to the show. It really means a lot that you are here right now. And uh, I know that you are into modeling and all this stuff, but it'd be great that if you could introduce yourself, like uh, your journey and all this stuff, just to give a brief to our audience, like who you are and where you came. model from central new jersey um my instagram name is dear joanna underscore you guys can follow me on there and pretty uh, that's pretty much who i am um i'm a haitian american model as well um my journey as a model started back in 2016 um but first i believe i had my first runway show in 2013 um a friend of mine actually wanted to be a model first and um, she kind of convinced me to do the show with her. Modeling was never originally my thing. Um, but funny thing is, I, since, I was, since I was young, people always ask me, oh, do you want to be a model? I'm like, why? Because I'm tall? <laughs> and it's crazy because I don't think I'm even that tall compared to the models now. Um, a lot of the runway models are like 5'9 and above, and I'm only like 5'7". So, um, my modeling journey took off in 2016 um, and it took off because a photographer actually who was at um, a family event he was also a fashion photographer and I guess he liked my look and thought I was a model and was like you want a model and I'm like no <laughs> it wasn't my thing I wasn't I love fashion and I love beauty but I wasn't so I would say secure in being behind the camera. So that wasn't just my thing. So, um, you know, after a while, I did do a test shoot and it came out better than what I thought. <laughs> and we kind of modeling just took off from there. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, and you know, you said that you are actually tall and the people actually know uh, in modeling. So is it like being tall is good in modeling? Is that like a thing or anything like that? I mean, like what's, what's that relating to stuff? I think that's probably one of the misconceptions about modeling. You have to be tall. Um, and you don't have to be tall because modeling isn't just for tall models. And I think because with the, with the runway side of it, you need to kind of be tall in a way. Um, but there's a lot, there's modeling is so broad. There's petite modeling, there's commercial modeling, there's beauty modeling, fashion modeling. There's so different parts to modeling. There's parts modeling. Literally, you can be a part model, which means I can just show my hand or I can just show my feet or I can literally, like, that's it. Like, so you don't have to, it doesn't have to be set to a, a height requirement, I feel as if. I mean, certain people, they want the tall models for certain gowns, maybe because of the length. And I feel like that's more runway. But as far as like the other stuff, like I'm considered a beauty model and that's usually just my face. You don't need to be tall for my face. <laughs> so yeah. that's, that's pretty much it for me. That, I feel like that's probably one of the biggest misconceptions that you need to be tall and you don't have to be. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, like, yeah, I think probably many people would be cleared of this misconception after hearing it out, probably, I guess. And, uh, you know, uh, what's your, like, how was your first, uh, like, you know, your shoot? I mean, like, what's your experience on that? Many people would obviously think that the first shoot is the one that's really, really, I mean, like the first time for everything is really, really tough, whatever the genre is. So what's your take on that? I mean, like, what's your lens? My first shoot, my first shoot was the test shoot that I did with the photographer that was at my family's event. Um, and that was, uh, it was something new for me because I wasn't really a let's take pictures all the time type of person. And so I had to, in that moment, I learned facial expressions. I've learned how to move my hands. And it was just like headshots most of the time. Um, so I've kind of was doing the, had to, <laughs> had to learn how to, um, make facial expressions. And, um, so my first shoot was nerve wrecking. It was, but you know, once you have, I feel like if you have someone, especially a photographer who kind of knows what they're doing and they can guide you along the way to, and it'll make it easier for you. And then of course with practice, um, if it's something, if modeling is something that you want to take seriously, if with practice and dedication, literally you'll, you'll be fine. It like some people have it naturally. I wasn't one of those people. <laughs> I had to work on it. Um, and so with practice, I've overcame my shyness a little bit. And so, yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, because, you know, one of the reasons why I asked is that there is this, uh, that's a friend of mine and uh, she's actually the reason why I actually started interviewing models because she wanted to do, started in fashion modeling, but uh, it's just in India, it's just that, you know, fashion modeling is like, it's like, how to say, uh, <laughs> this may be bad, but it's like taboo here. Okay. It's like really, really bad at first. Not people, not many people who actually appreciate it. It's like so orthodox, uh, you know, families and stuff. So when she asked me, like, you know, what should I do when it comes to modeling? Because, you know, there are lots of problems when it comes to uh, modeling. Like, it's not just the way that, you know, uh, sometimes the photographers may be bad, something like that may happen. So uh, any any tips on how to, you know, like remove that? Because most probably that's many one of the many reasons why people don't end up in modeling. Because modeling is not like something that's bad, okay? Because people need models for, you know, photography, for uh, jewelry, for anything. People need models. People need, like... Uh, they're not going to use statues forever. <laughs> you need a model to represent like they have to, you know, belong. So probably like any tips on like how to uh, like remove those kinds of negative feedbacks or, uh, you know, negative photographers and anything like that. Anything uh, you want to say that how to overcome all of that stuff? I would say confidence, confidence, confidence. So um, me being um, of a Haitian descent, um that culture as well they're not really big on modeling being a career um it's mostly you know nursing doctor uh, lawyer that type of something that is going to generate you know actual income or income that's going to be steady and so i think with dealing with that especially with the whole like your family background and everything kind of putting that pressure on you um, you just have to put that confidence in yourself. It's your life, you know, do what you feel. And it's funny because I actually know um, a model who is from India and she had this situation. Yeah, you guys have actually follow her. Um, her name is Yashu. I believe her Instagram is Yashu Rao. Um, and you guys follow her. So she's an Indian plus size model and she's also a confidence coach. And so I feel like 
she talked about her journey about how she had to navigate um, from, you know, with her culture and then being a model. And so um, I think that kind of, I'm in, I'm, seeing, I'm in that same boat as far as like my culture not understanding the arts, I would say, you know, it's the stability of the finances that's most important to people. And sometimes, yes, that is important. And you can definitely do that with modeling. Modeling, you can definitely make a large amount of money, great amount of money with modeling. And I feel like that's also another misconception about it. It's not just a hobby. You can really make a lifetime career out of it. So I feel like for your friend, if you really want to do it, keep going, be confident in what you're doing and literally push yourself to, you know, be the model that you want to become. Definitely. definitely. I'll definitely make sure that I'm, I'm going to forward this video to her <laughs> because it really, really there's something that's, uh, that she requires. And, you know, uh, talking about this plus size models, I mean, like it's just sort of came to my mind, like uh, there are many types of models, which you said, like runaway fashion and all this stuff. Um, like, so literally what you're trying to say is that there is a modeling field for anybody. Like there is, there wow. is for anybody <laughs> or anybody It's it's not just a one time, especially with this industry, they're evolving so much and things are changing rapidly every single time, especially now with COVID things just have changed. Um, people have, opened their eyes and been open-minded to different models because people still want to work. Even though we are not able to be in the same room together at once, like we used to be before COVID happened, people are now trying to figure out how can we still work and um, how can we still get models? And people are just, they're opening their eyes to a lot more than what it used to be. I'll definitely say that. Uh, and I can totally agree because at the first time, really, this was my misconception when it comes to modeling, like models would be like, you know, I mean, like, uh, like people would be like, you know, looking so good in a perfect body and all this stuff. And I was, I was really, really astonished when, when I introduced, when I started interviewing models and they would say like, you know, plus size models and all this stuff. I mean, like, well, why couldn't I enter into modeling? I mean, like, <laughs> even though I have a huge belly and all that stuff. Yeah. GQ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, like, I was really thinking of that. Then only, yes, of course. I mean, like, even if a plus size model, there's a lot of stuff like, you know, makeup's going on, facial expressions going on. A lot of stuff is also there. I mean, like, trust me, when I want to take a selfie, it's really, really hard to make more than one or two expressions in their face. So my pe my friends would be always asking me, dude, you're taking different pictures with different t-shirts. Why, why not changing the facial expressions? Change it. Yeah, that's what they would always be asking me. So uh, my my question is, like, what do you, do you think is possible to learn through these courses? Because many people are having these courses for any sort of stuff coming out. So like you said, you actually wanted to learn it. You have to work it out in order to improve yourself. So do you think it's possible to learn through courses? I mean, like, is there any courses like that? First of all, because I just like to know about that as well. Um, I definitely think you're able to learn through courses. Um, people are like that. People are naturally, they're good at modeling. Um, but even if you're naturally good at modeling, I feel like there's always a lot to learn. Um, there's always room to improve. So I'm not hesitant to taking courses. I don't think anyone should be. I actually have a model coach. So um, yeah, I, yeah, I actually have a model coach and she is the best. She is a model coach and a booker internationally. Her name is um, the Daniel Baker um, and she actually does coach anyone, any size, <laughs> any color, anything um, all over the world. So 
I would suggest a model coach, um, but she has taught me a lot and I've only been with her for the past few months. Um, but she has taught me a lot about modeling, um, the social media aspects, learning your insights, um, how to navigate through quarantine, how to, you know, to be a model, creating your content, branding yourself. I think that's also a very important thing. Like modeling isn't just being a pretty face in front of a camera. There's a lot of things you have to actually, yeah, there's a lot of things you actually have to learn. Um, learn how to bring yourself. You have to practice, you know, practice your walk, practice your hand movements, practice your hand movements, practice your expressions. Um, you have to ne you have to network. Like social media, especially Instagram. Instagram is a big network platform, um, especially now for models. Um, so you have to you have to utilize what you have. And I and I don't hesitate courses at all. I think people should take courses if they can. Um, learn from each other. Learn from if you have questions. There's People will, I think people will, you know, love to help other people out. Um, I'm one of those people, like, I don't mind, if you have a question about modeling, I don't mind asking, um, answering any questions you may have, because, you know, there's, it's room for everybody. There's, there's no, there's no issue. I think there's room for everyone in the modeling industry. And, and how to actually find for a model coach? I mean, like, I mean, like, I don't know how you got to know her and everything, well, probably through Instagram, I think, but any ways that, you know, well, that's just through Instagram. That's great. <laughs> so any ways that uh, is, is actually, there's a way to find a model coach and it's not easy as well because you have to set the vibe right and she should agree to it. And uh, it's not about the money because modeling involves a lot of other stuff than just, uh, you know, paying your mentor and all the stuff. So any places right. you suggest that uh, people could find a model coach in order to do this? Um, you can definitely find models through Instagram. Um, you know, before, um, the biggest thing was finding models through casting, like you had to do in-person casting, but of course that pretty much kind of stopped a little bit because of COVID. Um, but you can definitely find models through Instagram. Um, hashtags are a big thing and that's something I've learned, um, with my coach that utilizing the right hashtags because people are putting in hashtags to find models. And that's how people have found me through my hashtags. Um, they'll put in certain things like dark skin model, um, beauty model, um, tall model, uh, commercial model, like whatever you're, wherever you're from, cause I'm from Jersey. So I'll write New Jersey model. So they'll <laughs> use certain things and that's what you have to do. You have to utilize certain hashtags, um, so that you're able to be found. And then also with, you know, just your insights, your interactions, your impressions, how you, like, I think insights are a really big thing. Um, to be found on Instagram um, and you have to kind of like be with Instagram you know because now we have reels on Instagram so you got to do a reel so you can be on the explorer page so people can find you and it's, it's a lot you got to move with social media <laughs> so it's a constant constant flow so I think it's you just once you use the right and utilize the right words you'll be able to be found on social media yeah. And that's how actually I found you as well. You know, most of the times. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, like it's half of it probably because, you know, mostly we, uh, I actually look, look around for models, like to interview and all stuff. And I don't te text everyone, like maybe some people who actually kind of, uh, kind of, because when the first time I saw it, it, it gets a vibe. Okay. This could be a great guest. I mean, sometimes people do reply, sometimes not, but it's just, I get the vibe. So I texted and all that stuff. But the interesting fact that you said is that, you know, the branding when it comes to as, you know, as a model and uh, how do you think that you actually position yourself as a brand in this modeling industry? How do you think people would actually perceive you as a model? Like, what do you people think of? Um, oh, see, I'm actually working on branding myself 
um, right now. Um, so my name is Dear Joanna underscore on Instagram. So it's kind of like Dear Self. And I kind of wanted to be in a way where I'm motivating myself as a model, like you're doing good, you're, you're doing this, you're doing that. And that's, and I feel like that's my brand. Everyone has their own personal thing when it comes to modeling. Um, and so whatever you feel comfortable with, whatever motivates you, I feel like that should be your brand. Your why should be your brand. Um, and so that's kind of where it is for me. I'm kind of telling myself, dear Joe, dear Joanna, you're doing awesome. You know, you're doing good. This is you, you, you're now working with such and such people. Now I've worked with so many people. Um, and I've, it's been a blessing in my modeling journey. I was just, um, published in another magazine my second one wow congrats um, yeah, so exciting thank you um it was a, i was actually surprised by it because i mm. just did a um a photo shoot for a beauty school i'm just thinking it was just going to be for the beauty school mm. and um turns are turn around to be published in a mirage magazine so it was a really dope experience um soon to be posting that on my page <laughs> it's not posted yet spoiler yeah. Alert. <laughs> yeah spoiler alert <laughs> um but yeah definitely i think branding yourself as a model is a very important thing um just but you have to learn who you are and what you want to do as a model as a model and what you want to accomplish and i feel like that then everything will speak for itself that's that's really good i mean like i think the first thing that we really ever have to want is like you said the confidence like so you're saying yep. dear joanna like dear self dear like you know increase the confidence mm -hmm. and all that stuff probably and what do you think actually is the, like you mentioned that you're going to be published you're published in a magazine and all stuff so what do you actually think is the best moment that you ever had in your modeling career best moment that you could ever actually had best moment Ooh, and don't give the same safe answer saying that you know that like every moment is best moment i know people would say that yeah, every moment should be a best moment <laughs> yeah that's that's just some like scale up and down right so just just a little bit. Um, yeah i would say my first publication would be the best motive, uh best time i had in my modeling career um i was published in elements magazine which is based in new york um and i actually put the published through. Um, well, I didn't put it through, but I submitted that um, my pictures in. I wasn't sure if it was going to get submitted or not or accepted or not. I wasn't sure about it. But when it happened, I was like, oh, this is for real. <laughs> like this happened. Um, and it was funny because the cover was saying that look out for models because this was in 2018. So it said look out for models in 2018. And I was just like, yeah, look out for me because I'm coming for you. I'm coming for it all. Like, I'm not just going to be a beauty model. I'm trying to work, um, you know, get out of my element and get out of my shell and, you know, kind of, I don't want to say take over the industry, but um, just you know, have some versatility towards me, you know, just kind of do different things, you know, beauty, fashion, commercial, podcast. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's, I feel like that my first publication was the best moment that I had. Wow, that's great. You know, I always wondered, like in New York, there's something called Times Square, like, you know, there would be like lots of uh, TV screens on everywhere and the people would be like, there'd be like tons of people's pictures would be there and going around. I always wondered, like, you know, uh, like there was this one guy called Brandon Hardbody. Okay, he's actually uh, a model. I, I don't know whether he's model or like a bodybuilder or anything, but he's kind of a both. So he was like from 2018 to 2020, I saw his journey and he got published like in the, the big picture in UK. In, it's not in New York, in UK. 
and I was really astonished. I mean, like to get to that sort of place, you need a lot of patience, like I said, confidence and like tons of stuff is required. So which one do you pick? Like other than confidence, which one do you pick that if you could su- suggest someone who started starting at modeling, if they are asking like, when will I get to those, to that place? Like on that screen, when will I get there? If someone asks you that, what would you say to them? Um, I would say patience is a virtue. I've learned that in my modeling career because you think that just because you take one good photo, it's supposed to just sell off. And it, it, it can, it can, but sometimes it don't happen that way. And one thing I've learned in the modeling career that no is okay. Um, being told no is okay. Sometimes being not accepted in a submission that you've, um, a casting that you submitted for, um, if you didn't get into a publication that you submitted for, no is okay because maybe the time was not right now. Um, and I think when the time does happen, the feeling of it is just, especially when it comes unexpected, the feeling of it is just going to be so unreal. Like there is just going to leave you speechless. Like, cause I didn't know that I was going to be submitted in Mirage. I wasn't planning to submit. The photographer actually submitted it. <laughs> and I was he just, and he surprised all the models with it. And I was just like, wow. Um, so I think patience is probably one of the best things you need to have as a model. Um, cause not everything is going to happen. And that's with anything, not everything's going to happen right away. You have to you really do have to work towards, um, your goal. So I, you know, I do monthly goals all the time. Um, and so that has helped me keep me on track as far as where I want to go. And I always look back of where I've came from and where I have, um, how much I've progressed. And I think I've progressed a lot as a model, you know, in the past four years. Um, I wouldn't be where I am today without my coach. I'll say that much. <laughs> but she has, she has, besides, besides her, she has, um, I've helped myself, but she also has helped me along the way. I've learned new things. I've grasped new knowledge about certain things. And it, patience is really going to be a big thing when it comes to um, modeling. Besides confidence, patience is going to be one of them. And wow. I mean, like, it's just, it's just when people say that, you know, patience is really a lot of stuff, even, even in podcasts, when we say that, but you know, in actual stuff, it's like a really big nightmare, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like, you know, being patient and stuff, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, sometimes it's really good to say like, you know, be patient, be patient, like all a monk, right. but all of a sudden, <laughs> but all of a sudden it's just, yeah, probably guess. And um, just one weird question I always ask my guests, um, you know, before continuing all the other questions, like, uh, is it actually morning or evening that are, uh, what's actually the time that you're in right it's now? Probably it's actually 11:56. 50. It's actually 11:50 right now. So it's morning here. Is it afternoon it's over morning. there? Uh, it's 9 p.m. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <it's> <laughs> Round the clock. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I'm used to this actually because I was, I was used to like, you know, uh, wake up at least like around 3 a.m. in order to do the work because the guy, the, my client was in Canada. So I, I was, I'm, I'm doing freelancing right now. So obviously I had to wake up until 3 a.m. in order to him reply and do all the alterations. So yeah, I'm, I'm totally used to this time difference. It's just, yeah, this is an awesome one. So my question is like, so obviously I had changes. So who was the last person that you actually made smile? yesterday yesterday my best friend (laughs) my best best friend erica (laughs) um yeah because we were on the phone 
FaceTiming all night, pretty much, yeah. So she was the last person I spoke to, the last person we laughed. We, like, that's my homie, my my supporter. So um, that's the last person I would say I made smile yesterday. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. I mean, like most of the times when people are in quarantine, they would say that either their mom or their parents, sometimes they would say that, I mean, like, I'm a really serious person. <laughs> I won't make anyone smile. People sometimes say that. But uh, yeah, I think it depends on person to person. Awesome. Um, okay, so just two things I want to ask in this that. Um, what do you actually think about this Instagram models? Because uh, not everyone can afford uh, agency in order to, you know, in casting and all stuff. Most of the time people actually uh, put up their Instagram bio saying that DM for, you know, paid uh, like shoots and something like that. So how viable do you think that uh, modeling career is? Do you think that, you know, people who has a friend who, who has a good camera and uh, uh, the person who's having good modeling uh, experience, like, you know, want to do and all stuff, how viable do you think that's actually is going to work out in this uh, situation and everything? Um, you know, it's funny because um, we, I just had this conversation or a few of us, or our model coach had a conversation, um, about Instagram modeling. And, you know, before people asked me in my Instagram model, I'm like, no, cause, because it came with a, a negative connotation that, um, pretty much Instagram model was just for Instagram. And you were pretty much just kind of like a pretty face using, you know, using the sex appeal to get likes and attention and that wasn't something i wanted or wanted to do but in a way you know over time i kind of i want to say i'm all the way an instagram model but instagram has helped me along in my career and i've had i've gotten booked jobs through instagram so i don't think instagram is a bad thing for modeling at all um it's actually a great platform to use to be a model um people are looking People, people use Instagram as for everything now. What's your Instagram? What's your Instagram? What's your, like to connect to, just to be friends with, just like, just for anything, for businesses, whatever. People are using your Instagram as um, a network and as a chain to make money, to connect, to find models. So I don't think Instagram um, is a bad thing at all. I think when it started, it had a negative bad connotation on models um because there was like a big separation between i'm a high fashion model or i'm an instagram model and you know the high fashion models they they had to do all the work they they went out you have to go out to castings you had to do this you had to do that as for like instagram models you just took a picture in front of a camera and that was it <laughs> you can just do a little editing and that was it um but yeah i would consider myself in the middle or a little bit of both but i think um anybody you know there's nothing wrong with being an instagram model i mean i've taken like pictures on my pictures on my page uh, were taken by me you know creating content um and then i would just have like a someone edit it for me because i'm not the best editor but you know if you if you, your instagram is your platform instagram is your profile instagram is your portfolio in a way right now um because you you know before we used to have like the books now Instagram is your portfolio. So people are constantly trying to create and update their portfolio. So you have to set aside some time to figure out what am I gonna do today? Um, what am I gonna create? What, let's put a, a sheet on the wall and let's, you know, just for a different background, take a photo, edit it a little bit, throw it up there. And you never know where that picture can go. That picture can actually go 
somewhere you would never believe. And so I don't, I don't hate on Instagram models at all. <laughs> I think we all are in a way. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it's just, uh, you know, came to your mind because uh, in my, in my state, okay, there's not two profiles. I don't want to mention the names. So there are two profiles and one person, uh, she's actually around 19 to 20 years old. And uh, she's like, you know, put pictures like, you know, like a model, she puts pictures and uh, all the stuff. And she, you know, says her as a model and all the stuff. So, uh, people actually really hate her for like, you know, uh, like dressing like that and all this stuff. People actually really hate her. But this is another person. Uh, she's like, uh, she's in an industry right now, like in the cinema industry and she's acting and all this stuff. But when she does that, people don't hate her. People really love her for what she's doing nice. right now. And I'm, I'm, I'm really confused. Like why actually people, because maybe she's 19 years old and she doesn't look like 19 years old. Maybe people are hating her because of that. Or maybe she's acting in, an, uh, you know, in the movies or maybe she's like bound to do that. So maybe people like liking for that. So this two stuff has been hindering me for a long, long time. That's one of the reasons why I asked because uh, this 19 year old girl, she didn't have, you know, featured in, got featured in any movies or anything. She just became famous by posting on Instagram. That's all. All the things now she's having around 1.8 million followers, just around like uh, 98 posts or something like that she's having. And she's having that much of followers and more people actually troll her for, you know, showing like uh, the cleavage and also getting followers. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering like, even though people who are trolling her is actually following her as well. So I really, really, <laughs> I don't know what's the psychology behind this because I'm really, really wondering like, what's this people mindset behind? I'm like, I don't know. I've been asking for many people behind this. I don't know why people actually do all of this stuff. See, you, even you are now excited because you can't even. I think in that sense, it's more of they may feel as if she didn't work hard enough in a way. Um, like uh, That's a good aspect I didn't think of. <laughs> maybe they Maybe they feel as if they put in you know, no hate to anybody at all, but maybe they put in the work and they not getting the results that are being seen for that uh, particular, you know, whatever they may be doing, but she just posted up a picture and it just took off. But again, you have to utilize what you have, but you can do both. So you can still work hard behind the scenes, but also use Instagram to help you get there. So maybe she just, you know, use Instagram to help her get there. Um, she probably came across people who reposted her, um, who shared her stuff, and it just took it took off places where she never thought it would have been, as opposed to the other people who may not be utilizing what they can and what they have, and they just feel as if no, I'm not going to use Instagram as my um, main base because I don't want to be considered this. Um, but I feel like once people understand. Um, the benefits of it, it, it will work. In, it will work, really work in your favor. <laughs> I feel like once I've once I've learned for myself the benefits of Instagram and how can it, it can really help you. Because I, I still do both. I do Instagram, and before COVID, I was still going to castings. Like I still did the in person social media stuff. So right now, I'm just focused on Instagram. But um, I feel like there's no right or wrong. Um, it's just how you kind of execute it yourself in a way. That's how I see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I think that cleared actually like fifty percent of mine is cleared right now. Still fifty percent, I think probably I'll ask you later on that. 
<laughs> so yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I guess, I guess that's one of the many reasons why I actually started this podcast, like, you know, interviewing artists because it's, it's, I mean, like, we can't change people's perception. Yeah. We can't, you know, no matter how much <laughs> we try to do, we can't. So probably, I mean, like, there's movement going on in my country. Mostly people say that, okay, uh, like, tell your, uh, like, the, the people say to the parents, like, tell your daughters to dress properly, mm-hmm. okay? So the daughters will say that, tell your sons to have proper respect for women, like, not to see the the past which right. requires. So it's like a big war between these kinds of two people, like, regarding, like, whether it's this man that's being persuaded or whether it's women that's actually, you know, uh, like, uh, giving them the chance to do it. My simple stuff is this, or always I can say that you can't change someone else. You definitely can't change someone, even if it's your parent or your best friend or your wife or your child, you can't. Okay. No matter who it is, you can't change. Yeah. So you just have to protect you. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to protect yourself. That's always my point. And uh, some people tend to agree to it. Some people don't. Still, I think, I think probably that's the, <laughs> that's the stuff. Mm-hmm. All so. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know you talk it, a lot. Nah, so. No, you don't. <laughs> you're good. You're fine. You're fine. I think it's, I think, just think you're right. You really can't make everyone happy. Um, everyone's just, everyone's going to have something to say, regardless of if you're doing good, you're doing bad. Someone, there's always someone that's going to have something to say. And, but that's when you have to, tr- you know, put that trust in yourself, put that trust in your work, and literally have that confidence that you're doing what you want to do and that you're going to, you know, execute execute it in every way possible. So let the haters hate. <laughs> actually, this is a nice quote, nice quote, actually. I think probably I'm going to put your picture up and, you know, yeah. type it on the right. I think, I think that's a good one. <laughs> just give me one. I, I just note that down, actually. <laughs> that's great. Awesome. Uh, so just one final question before closing is that, um, what do you actually think? Uh, I think you actually given this, but still, uh, what do you actually think is the best tip that you can actually provide to a fellow model in order to grow the best tip in the whole world, according to you. Um, to me, I would say be true to yourself. Um, because sometimes the industry tries to change who you are, or you mm-hmm. try to change to fit in into the industry. So you're kind of like, let's say go out of your morals or go out of something that you normally wouldn't do because of a certain job or of a certain people that you come across, I would say always be true to yourself. Um, you know, I've come across situations where it's like, do I, do I still want to do this shoot even if I don't agree with it or agree with mm-hmm. certain aspects? Um, and yeah, I've had to decline and, or yeah, I've had to like, uh, am I going to submit to this? Am I even going to put myself in that position? So I think being true to yourself, um, is the most important thing just in anything that you want to do. Um, just so that, you know, people don't get, uh, a confusion, I guess, about you in a way. So once you be true to yourself, everyone can see that, okay, well, she's not going to do this, but she can still do that. And she can execute in that. She can still, you know, do her thing in that. So I feel like that's probably the, I was in my best advice to anyone. Modeling, outside of modeling, just be true to yourself in anything that you do. That, that's that's totally amazing. <laughs> I mean, like, that's something that I actually never heard of before when interviewing someone. So probably that's totally great. And uh, so 
dear johanna thank you so much for coming out of the you podcast know. really means a lot and uh, uh, in case people want to find you uh, like you said on instagram like any other places you suggest that people could find you the best uh, let us know so i am also on facebook johanna pierre um so that's j o a n n a and then pierre is p i e r r e again my instagram is dear johanna underscore and then i um you can also email me um at bookjoannapierre@gmail.com. Oh, that's a nice finish. <laughs> awesome, guys! Uh, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It really means a lot. And uh, she actually said the places where she could connect. Uh, you could you connect with her, and I will leave in the description as well. And if you guys have any questions relating to that, you can definitely ask her as well. And uh, Joanne, thanks so much for coming out to the show. It really thank means a lot. And. Uh, Yeah, of course. And is there anything else you want to ask me? Like tables turned right now. You are the host and the guest. Anything yes, so I'm the host now. All right, but so because you said it's nighttime, where's this lighting come from? I've been staring at it. I'm like, he's uh, great lighting. He sure is nighttime. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna surprise you right now. Okay, don't just don't be afraid. Okay? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> Wait, you got that? <laughs> oh, you have great lighting. You just have bomb lighting then. Because I feel like I don't know what it is, but no, because from my angle, there's like this shadow that's coming in behind you. It looks like it's the sun. Someone he. Oh my god! He, I, I was know, inside my room. I'm not. In- oh, maybe it's just my angle. <laughs> maybe it's just what I'm looking at. Because I'm like, it can't be nighttime over there. I see a whole sunshine light coming in from behind you. <laughs> but no, you got some you got great yeah. lighting though. <laughs> I uh, trust me it's just 7 bucks <laughs> just 7 dollars that's all. <laughs> all right. Oh. That's a good question. That's a nice question. <laughs> awesome. So yeah guys uh thanks so much for listening to the podcast again and if you guys have any questions you can ask her as well and uh thanks again again and guys I'll see you in the next podcast. Thank you. Bye.